Good morning. Isn't it good to be here? Good morning. <laughs> Isn't it good to be here? Amen. I am glad that y'all are here in the Lord's house, that you have chosen to be here. And uh, for those who are watching online, hello and welcome. And we're glad that you woke up to uh, be with us watching. If you're having your coffee, enjoy yourself. I mean, breakfast, you know, just uh, we're glad. We're glad that you are here. Today is a special day. Today we have a birthday in the house. We do. Today is is Pop Pop's birthday. That's right. Happy birthday. <laughs> we won't sing to you if you don't want us to. You want to? Uh, yes? Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tony. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. I, I didn't know whether to say Tony or Pop Pop, it's just, but happy birthday. We are glad that he is here celebrating. Amen. Uh, if y'all got an extra $5 or so, you know, I'm sure that he wouldn't mind. No, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but we are we are glad that uh, that you are all here with us. If you've not yet brought your items for shoeboxes, Shane was cleaning out his main room just this past week, and he found a shoebox. So if you're doing the same thing and you find a shoebox, please bring it on. Um, our, our item for the month of September is toiletries. So think about older kids and what kinds of things they would need, um, deodorant and, and uh, tissues and that sort of thing, whatever it is that you're thinking of. for pro Again, toiletries, normally older kids would, would be needing those. And do bring those items for our shoeboxes. By November, we have to start packing them up, so we don't have a lot of time left. Not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday is our last first Sunday meal, technically first Sunday meal of the whole year, because in November we have our thanks meal, and then in December we have our church Christmas party, so we will be having our final our final first Sunday meal of the year, so keep that in mind. Two weeks from today, you will be getting a call, and I'll let you know next week as well but uh, but we will we are excited to to celebrate together uh any other we have our Gideons today we are um, I'm glad y'all are here we're very excited to have them with us today and uh we will be flip-flopping I told everybody else or uh, those some people who are coming in but we're going to be flip-flopping our liturgy today so we're going to have prayer first with with no fellowship because we've got some special singing going but we're going to have prayer first and then after our Gideon representative speaks we're going to have our offering because you may have something in your heart right now but when you hear all the great things that are going on with the Gideons maybe the Lord speaks to you a little differently and uh and you dig deeper or write your check differently i don't know so we're going to give you that opportunity uh but and also today brother joiner is feeling strong and he's going to be speaking to us today amen yes I, yeah go ahead the first time since uh march that he's been that he has felt well and strong enough to um to minister so we're gonna we're excited so those different things going on, we, we are excited for the Lord to, to do some things. 
today, uh, our, when mom was speaking to the Gideon representatives, they said that they'd been doing something a little bit differently this past year, that they had been, of course, coming in and, and raising money for them to get Bibles and send out, but they've also been giving Bibles to each person. So today, after offering time, you will each be receiving a testament and a, a brochure about how to share the gospel. So each and every person will get that opportunity to have a testament. And if you, you know what? If you've never received Christ and you need to keep that testament, you don't have one, then I'm sure that'll be okay too. But we're going to be challenged each to give a testament to someone, to speak to someone who needs the help of the Lord, someone that we encounter throughout this coming week that we can minister to and give them the love and the hope of Jesus. Amen. I'm excited. I'm praying that the Lord will do something in us to, to get us moving and reaching out all around. Amen. Let's sing this morning and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask Him to have His will in the service. Heavenly Father, we thank You for this day. God, we thank You and we praise You because You are good to us. God, You are great and mighty and strong and there is no one like You. Father, I thank you and I praise you that you've given us this beautiful day to be able to come into your house, to worship together with other believers. God, we're grateful that you've given us the freedom that we have in this country, that we're able to worship together without any fear. God, I thank you and I praise you for the capabilities that we have to, to be virtual. God, we thank you for those people who are watching online and for each and every person who is able to be in your house today. God, I just ask your will be done in each life. God, as we hear from you, from every single thing that is done, God, as we come to you in worship, that you would accept our worship, that it would be pleasing to you. It would be what you want to hear, what you want to receive today. Come down in our midst. God, I pray that as we give in our prayer requests, that we would have faith, believing that you can and you will touch every need that we have. God, I pray for each speaker today, God, for each minister today, for every single thing that is said and done, that it would honor and please you. God, we just lift you up. We praise your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. Sing that again. My hope is built. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. Christ alone. Cornerstone, weak made strong in the Savior's love through the 
When darkness seems to hide his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. Christ alone. Weak made strong in the Savior's love Through the storm He is Lord, Lord of all He is Lord, Lord of all Thank you, God. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. You are great and greatly to be praised. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice all the earth rejoice he wraps himself in light and darkness tries to hide and trembles at his voice and trembles at his voice how great is our god Sing with me how great is our God. I will see how great, how great is our God. Age to age He stands, and my time is in His Beginning and the end, beginning and the end. The Godhead three in one. You are Father, Spirit, and Son. Lion and the Lamb, the Lion and the Lamb. How great is our God, sing with me how great is our God. I will see how great, how great is our God. Sing name above all names. You 
Lord, you are worthy of my praise. Yes, my heart will sing how great is our God. Oh, how great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. I will see how great, how great is our God. Then sing my soul, my Savior God, to
praise this morning. He is worthy of all praise. We thank you, Lord. Good morning. It's really good to be here. Good to see you all this morning. I'm excited about this special service. It is now time to receive uh, prayer requests that you may have. Brother Mike. Definitely pray for your family. Gretchen? Definitely pray for their backs. Sister? Brother Vic's not here. He's normally here. I don't know if anybody's heard anything. I hope everything's okay with him and his wife. He's not likely not to be. Definitely pray for them. Anyone else? Brother? Gideon's in New York City, yes, sir. New 
that's it. Any unspoken requests, raise your hands and stand with me as we take these to the Lord. Thank you. 
is full of sorrow. I can't believe how much I've let you down. I dread the pain that waits for me tomorrow. When the sun reveals my broken dreams scattered on the ground. Please forgive me. I need your grace to make it through. All I have is you. I'm at your mercy. Lord, I'll serve you until my
right? So we are glad as well that our Gideons are here. So we have with us Brother Fred and his wife, Sister Sandy, Brother Calvin and his wife, Sister Patsy, and Brother Kevin is here. So the Gideons always travel in groups so that they can have the representative as well as some some prayer supporters. And so we're really excited to have all of you here today with us. But Brother Fred is going to be bringing to us the Gideon message. So please welcome him. And he heard him say, No, I don't want one of those little Bibles. I believe in Satan. Lord, help us. We were on the campus down in Mexico with our Gideons and auxiliary, as you may know, trying to tell people about Jesus. And a lot of times we get some response from that kind of attitude or emotions. In that particular time, that young man on campus was lost, upset, and actually in a dark place because he said, why do you do this? Why are you passing out those little testaments here on our campus? And as they gave him one, he took it and he tried to burn it with his lighter in front of them. This is in front of the campus street in the public street on that campus university. But this little Bible wouldn't burn. The gentleman stalked off upset, aggravated, and then a few minutes later he comes back to apologize. Imagine the Lord working with someone like that. The Gideon there was a little confused but he realized the man wanted to talk about Jesus. So they got another testament like this in Spanish, opened it up and start sharing the word of God in Romans for we all have sin and fall short of the salvation of God. The Romans uh, scripture was read to him and the man apologized for his behavior. They led him to Jesus Christ that time, that place, because they had a second chance. The man realized he was wrong. The eyes of the Lord gave him forgiveness, and the Gideon stood fast and didn't give up because the Lord spoke through him to have that personal testament handed to that gentleman to change his life. Not only that, his two friends across the street were watching. They came over, and the Gideons shared with him. Next thing they know, they had two more saved for Jesus from that one testament that tried to burn on that street in Mexico City. You never know when we go out in the sores of the seed of how this little testament works among all the communities in all areas in Cornelius, in Charlotte, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, campuses, everywhere we go, the Lord has blessed us to have that opportunity to share Christ as Christians today. 
as I understand, the, the ministry moves in different directions. We're challenged throughout the world. And today, I'm pleased to tell you the Gideons stand strong in the believing of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We believe in marriage between man and woman. We believe in the infallible, the inspired word of God. We do not change the Bible. It is written for us to live. It is written for us to share. And that is our true purpose as Gideons today, to share the word of God with those out in the world in whatever walk of life we may meet, in whatever situation we may meet. We're born again Christians. Our auxiliaries serve a side of us, support us, pray for us. They even go to places like doctor's offices, clinics, and give out these little testaments and give out a Bible to the waiting room or the reception area. They might be in, in the assistant living centers with us. Whatever doors are open, God has been with us. And it's not for us as Gideons. And it's not for us as auxiliary to take any of the glory. It all goes to God. I wanted to share with you this morning a lot of places have a different meaning of, of what the scriptures mean. And, and this little one here, written in Spanish, might be confusing to some. But some of our greatest growth in Christianity today is in our African countries. And we have to print these scriptures in about 90 languages throughout the world. Now, only God could inspire men to present this gospel in over 200 countries in 90 languages because a pastor in a local church told the Gideons they would support them to get Bibles in the world. That was about 100 years ago in 1908 when we put our first Bible in that hotel and the pastor says we as a pastor's commission together with a convention supported Gideons International. Here we are today, over 100 years later, still out there placing God's word in any walk of life today. It tells us a lot about how Christ has worked in the world today in places we've never been before. It tells us about how God has opened doors to us in different avenues, in different places. It talks about places like the jail ministry. Some of you have probably visited people there. I wanted to show you this morning this little Bible here. <laughs> Been used, get beat up a little bit. It comes from a prison up there in Winston-Salem called Cherry Street. And as we Gideons go in there and held Sunday night's chapel service with them, we found out that a lot of them had their own Bibles. But we, we offered them another Bible. So some of them, like this one, was taken out of a hotel, maybe scribbled up a little bit, recovered and reused, and God used it back in the prison up there. So Lord, Lord gives us different ways to share. This little uh, Bible here has been around with me, I guess, for a number of years. When I went to the prison ministry up there in Winston-Salem, uh, in, in Saturday morning as we're holding Bible class with the, well, it's actually an open area go into the lockdown center and there's a group of prisoners there in orange suits and they're all gotten the deer headlight look what's going on here so uh, 
we break the ice a little bit, and some of them have heard about Jesus. Some of them have not. Some of them are in a, in a state of bewilderment or, or uncertainty, which is pretty well known in prison. They want to know when their time for probation or when their time for decision-making with the judge. But they don't worry about Jesus a whole lot. So, so they're given an option to come there to the lockdown center, and we gave them a little testament. And I remember asking for prayer time with uh, the group there that day, and one gentleman stood up and uh, said, I need to know when my decision, probation time, is going to be given me, and I pray that it's not long. He sat back down, and about ten minutes later, his name came up on the speaker system to come up to the security center and I thought oh boy we got another one in trouble <laughs> that's not what it was he was given his date and his time of when his hearing and his probation would be set for him to plan the rest of his time there he thanked the Lord for that he came back to us and, and uh, he, he had a smile on his face and uh, you, you sometimes wonder how God answers prayer. How does God answer your prayer? When you go down in a dark place, when you go down as low as you've been and feel that depression around you, how does God put you in his arms? He does it through the scriptures. He does it through prayer. He does it through spiritual but I also understand that those around us are our support groups, just like you in the pews today. We as Gideons wouldn't be in the world without partners like you in those pews today. We get our membership from your churches. We give back to your churches the, the presence that we are an extension and a missionary arm of your church to go out into these countries. And how we share the gospel today is what we are all about. The purpose of our auxiliary and Gideon's is to share Christ in the world in all ways of life. So as we sow the seed today, I wanted to tell you a little bit about how this little testament works in your own church today. You probably uh, received one as you came in today. This is a tool of sharing God's word. In the front are some helps and hints of where to turn and share that with someone. In the back is the New Testament, and in the back is the Psalms and Proverbs. And then you have the, the prayer, the sinner's prayer in the back, how someone can actually pray that with you and write their name back there and give them the testament that they now know Jesus. Maybe a rededication of life may be something that they've not heard before. Maybe someone on the street, that person that's had the sign up that needs a helping hand. I usually try to be non-judgmental. That's a big word, non-judgmental. And uh, I might give them a testament, but if they need a dollar, I'll give them a dollar and a testament. But I don't give them one dollar and not a testament. <laughs> So the Lord will speak to you in different ways how to share the gospel today. In a lot of areas today, we, we want to make sure that we reach as many as we can in all walks of life and that we don't uh, 
stay in our local church areas, that we move out into the communities, whether we're here in this town of Cornelius or we're up there in our rural area of Davie County and moving to tell even our neighbors about Jesus. It may be a family member that needs to know Jesus. And, and what we'd like to offer you today is the opportunity that we as Christians work side by side to share the gospel through a testament you receive today. Sowers of the seed is what the gospel tells us. We are the sowers of the seed. And as you all know the parable, some seeds will, will grow and some seeds will not grow. In God's eyes, we've done our part. We want to move forward with giving God the glory and let him grow that person. Let him make that person understand a relationship between the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and themselves individually. God is with you wherever you go. Nothing's impossible without God. The scriptures will tell you that. In the scripture this morning, I want to tell you a little bit about how God sometimes clouds things up for us and gives us a sense of humor. And in today's lesson, I hold this one dear to my heart. Matthew, verse, or chapter 9, verses 20, 37 and 38. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I compliment you for being here today to hear the word of God preached in a, in a Christian church and that we stand up and go out these doors today. We stand up and stand up for Jesus. And whatever we do this week, I would like you to truthfully pray to the Lord first that there will be someone out there that you can share Christ with this week. I ask you again to commit that to Jesus. That's not our part to save a person. Our part is to sow the seed to take the testament, put it in someone's hand. They might not be the person, but that person that they give this testament to may be the person that needs it. There are a lot of other testimonies I could share today, but the only one I want to share with you is, is uh, how I turned around one day at the post office and there was a lady uh, asking for money and of course I rushed in, I was too busy I got in my car, and uh, the Lord spoke to me. Turn the motor off, get out of the car, and go give that lady a testament. So uh, it, it, it sort of gives me an emotion because when I got to the lady, she was at the bus stop, and I uh, told her I would pray for her. I shared Christ with that testament. And uh, I told her I would pray for her individually, but when her code came open, I noticed she was pregnant. And I, I thought the Lord put me in that place 
to share that testament with that person. And I did give her a dollar because she needed that bus ticket or bus downtown Greensboro. And, and the Lord will put people like that in your place to turn, turn off that engine in the Harris Teeter lot or Walmart and go tell someone about Jesus that, that needs it. God bless you all for supporting us today. God bless your church to, to grow with us with partners in sowing the seed for Jesus Christ. Thank you. singing songs about the Lord It's a daddy spending family time The world says he cannot afford These simple moments change the world It's a pastor at a tiny little church Forty years of loving on the broken and the hurt These simple moments change the world Dream small, don't buy the lie, you've got to do it all. Just let Jesus use you where you are, one day at a time. Live well, loving God and others as yourself. Find little ways where only you can help. 
what God does for us how blessed he is to us and I love him for it and I thank him I tell you what uh, our assistant pastor has been going over in the uh, things that she's been preaching the last several weeks for two three months four months and now into uh, preaching uh, the ten words or ten commandments the top ten Boy, it is fabulous. There's no other word for it. It's fabulous. And uh, she and uh, she is our uh, youngest daughter. And my wife, they are not ever not wanting me to preach. They're just concerned about my health. They're concerned about my strength. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to be here. Mark chapter 10. Not going to read all 52 cha- uh, verses. That would be sad, wouldn't it? Praise the Lord. But I do want to say a thing or two about some of those verses in there. In fact, I'll, I'll point out a few that we'll read. I want you to remember one thing, the name Jesus. The name Jesus. That's the, uh, Acts 4 and 12 Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. Great is the name of Jesus. We sang that, the, those songs today. How great is the name. And I recall some being in the prison cell and, and the doors opening up on their own and the question being asked oh my what must I do to be saved and the reply was believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and your house hallelujah isn't that wonderful how God does that when you get started you just it's like a wildfire it'll just bless everybody around I notice that in the church sometimes when one will be touched by the power of God, somebody else may feel a little tingle of that as well. And you know, we are Church of God. We we believe that you could praise the Lord, even even other than Sunday, actually. And uh, we 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 have been uh, pretty close to uh, uh, come on down. Those folks haven't won a thing, and they're hollering and screaming, and we go to church and sit still. But I want you to look. At, I want you to remember the name Jesus every day. Say that name Jesus every day, cause there's power in that name. You recall I'm telling you uh, for the fifth, sixth, twelfth time 
in our 27 years here, probably more than that, I remember a dark cloud coming over me at the nighttime. And it was suppressing me. It was as though I couldn't even turn over because I would hit that darkness. But I began to say the word Jesus. Ha <laughs> ha, Jesus. And it lifted and left. Praise God, I'll tell you, Jesus will take care of a lot of our stuff if we let him. Amen and amen. I want us to look first at verse 36 and then 51. 36 says, And he said unto them, What would ye that I should do for you? What you want me to do for you? Huh? What, what is it you want me to do for you? 51, And Jesus answered and said unto him, What will thou that I should do unto thee? When our assistant pastor mentioned that last week, I believe it was, may have been the week before that, mentioning that when God speaks it, a God that cannot lie, when He speaks it, it's true. And I thought about that at that time, that why don't we just tell God what we want because he can do it <laughs> he can do it he is the one that walked on the bow of the ship that was being tossed by waves and wind and he spoke and said peace be still it's amazing to me that those elements remembered his voice Oh, that's Jesus. Oh, I remember him from the beginning. Him and his father, whenever they spoke the world into existence. Right, Sister uh, Shirgi? You said that Wednesday night that he spoke the world into existence. And whatever God says, it'll take place. Now, whatever Ken, Kent may say, Sometimes it might not happen. Not all the time, not even 50% of the time, because he speaks the truth as well. But some of the things he says, he might can't make it happen. God can. Did that get on the tape? Uh, they say when you speak softly, don't get on the tape. God can. So he encourages us, to ask, and you shall receive. Knock, it'll be open to you. Seek, you'll find. If we don't have what we want, what's the problem? When things are not happening in the positive for us, what's the problem? Jesus, you ain't doing good, is what we say. Jesus, you're not on my side today, is what we might think. I want you to look at some other verses here. My brother mentioned the belief of the Gideons, and I don't know why I didn't begin this whole session with, 
I am a Gideon fan. I am way yonder a Gideon fan. There's nothing that I would rather give to than Gideon. Because every dime that they receive goes to purchase a Bible and put it in someone's hands where that whenever they put it in their hands it may become salvation to the individual. One of the first things I heard about the Gideons and one of the good uh, testimonies was a young man in prison that had that little testament and was rolling his cigarettes with the pages. <laughs> was roll as Sergeant Manton rolled his cigarettes with the pages. And he got to John and he started reading it. Except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> and gave his heart to God. Many, many, many hundreds, probably thousands, when you look across the world. So I'm a Gideon fan. Praise God. In fact, I've forgotten. My wife to write a check, and I said, please, have you got any money? She said, I've got money. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So she put some money in. Let's look at first verse 5. And Jesus answered and said unto them, For the hardness of your heart he wrote you this precept. What does he say? There are several things mentioned in chapter 10. One of those things was the hardness of the heart of the people. I, I, I'm tired of, I'm tired, I'm, I'm not, my scrambled eggs ain't like they ought to be. She ain't cleaning up after me. She ain't washing my, the dish she likes over my clothes getting dirty. I don't know they said anything like that. But earlier, because of the hardness of your heart is why Moses gave you a precept of divorce. God didn't mean it in the beginning. So what is that saying? Sometimes what we're asking for is not what we need. Sometimes because of the hardness of our heart or our pride or what we want to do. Verse 15 said, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter. You have not because you ask not. And then he said, you have not because you ask amiss. You, you're just asking it foolishly. You're asking it that you might consume it on your own lust. You're asking for help in the wrong way. Hardness of your heart and all of these things. He said, I tell you what, if you act like a child, you might get more stuff. Hallelujah. We know how those children act, don't we? Those children get mad with one another. They'll grab one another's toys and, and they'll, no, you can't play with this. And then 13 minutes, nine seconds later, they're playing with that together. And that's how he wants us to be. But we'll hold a grudge, won't we? We know how to do it, though. <laughs> and then we're praying, God, help me. Well, get rid of your grudge. Get that mess out of your way. Oh, I, I, that's not in my notes. I'm sorry. Verse 21 said, <laughs> Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou likest, go thy way, sell whatsoever you have, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. Now this is the setting. 
See, I told you there's several things in chapter 10. We've already covered two, now the third one. He had a lot of riches, but God said, well, or Jesus Christ said, well, sell that and give it to the poor. Oh, 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 you ain't talking to me. You're talking to Sister Hager. God, <laughs> yeah, sell what you have, give it to the poor. We need to understand that in Christ's kingdom, when we give it all up, we get it all back. Did I say that? Amen. When we're willing to give it all up, Lord, it belongs to you anyway. It's not mine. Thank you for helping me to get to this point. But it belongs to you. However you want to use it, Lord, it's yours. And then God will just heap on you. Wow! Stuff beyond measure. In fact, seek first the kingdom of heaven, His righteousness, other things will be added to you. You seek God first. Watch what He'll do for you. And that's teaching us that it might be hard for a rich man to trust in his riches and make it to heaven because that's not what you're going to take to that. It's born again by the blood of Jesus Christ. Let me insert right here, too. That's not in my notes. Every time there's preaching behind this pulpit, behind the Methodist pulpit, behind the Baptist Presbyterian, the key is they're after souls. They're wanting somebody to come to know Jesus Christ. Just like my brother said, the most important thing in giving this Bible is that somebody comes to know Jesus Christ. That they'll have this, ooh, and it performs miracles on it. What do you want? Well, I want to know when my uh, date is to, to, uh, to, to get my hearing and parole. And it happened quickly. Well, what do you want me to do for you? Was the first two verses we read, what do you want me to do for you? What would you have me do? But we don't need to trust in riches. We need to trust in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and bring everything to Him and let Him take care of it. 34 said this, And they shall mock Him and shall scourge Him and shall spit upon Him and shall kill Him. And the third day <laughs> He shall rise again. Oh, there's power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He's going to walk this way so that you can have salvation. So that one day when Larry Joyner bowed his knee on a Wednesday night, oh Lord, I'm going to do it just for you. And lay them LMs out on the, uh, on the altar. And said, Lord, I'm ready for you to be Lord of my life. Praise God. Praise <laughs> Brother Shane said, well, well, you had some LMs, but that's barely smoking. You ain't smoking much. <laughs> you got to be a Winston, a Marlboro. Praise God. <laughs> I don't know which. But anyway, Jesus paid the price that those chains that we sing about can be broken and done away with by the power of the name of Jesus. Pat's is exercising that stuff 
early before church started. She's been through some cancer stuff, and now she's praising God, and she's laying the Word of God out, exposing it to the devil. Devil, the whoo! Somebody's up over the church with this preacher. Hallelujah! Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! It's the the Word of God, the power of Jesus that hung on that cross and he died, but he rose the third day. 36 says, And Jesus said unto them, What would you that I would do for you? Now that's the first. What do you want me to do for you? What? Every night, starting about 8, 30, 9 o'clock, every person with a nose on their face that attends this church and many that have attended and don't now gets prayed for. When I lay down in, in that recliner and cover up and close my eyes, I start. And I, I'll start mostly with Brother Shane and start and go down that aisle and praise God. I'll, I'll say God touched Chris and his wife and his kids and and then I'll get that well back under Lord sister Keller Hager needs you to touch her boys she's got boys that need Jesus and so it might be that during the next day you might receive a result not just from my prayer but from prayers somebody else is praying well go ahead and accept it you get you get those times whenever you just feel a good streak of glory, felt better, a little strength. Well, it's because somebody is praying for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, of course, I did tell you, and I'll tell you again, when I get over over on this side, get the, up at the uh, our church administrator, get him and come down with Brother Vic and, and get up here to, to Jennifer and, and my wife, I, I pause just a little bit, and I ask double. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I asked double for them because my wife, boy, she has been a blessing. All of my married life, which is not long enough yet, and especially since uh, April. And then our daughter has taken over and preached the Word and filled in when I'm not able. And she continues to do that. And shes I think she's an ample feeling, don't you? She does good. Fabulous good. Amen. Now look at verse 37. Four more after this if you're counting. Okay. Verse 37. They said unto him, Grant unto us that we may sit, one on thy right hand and the other on thy left hand, in thy glory. <laughs> you can look at that verse 
and then you, you can look at some of the things we pr pray for and ask for and say how crazy it is. You're asking amiss. You can't have that. Ha That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. You can't hang on the cross. You can't walk the walk that I walked. I mean, you're, thank you that you follow me. Thank you for all you're doing. But you, you don't even know what you're asking for. Do we do that sometimes? Lord, give me that. Lord, help me here. Help me here. Help me here. Do this for me. We need to be specific, Brother Mike. God, I'm hurting in my side. And Lord, that pain has just been there for two or three days. And now I'd ask you, Lord, if you'll relieve that pain, heal that pain, get rid of that pain. Amen. And then for sure we pray possibly every night and every day and all during the day we pray for our kids that don't know Jesus Christ. God, will you save them from the devil's hell? And many other requests. Be specific and be level-headed. Lord, give me a Mercedes. Yeah. Larry, that's been the thing I've been thinking about lately uh, here in heaven. Me and God been talking about that, you know. So, or he may say, you don't need it. Your transportation is good. What you have meets the need. 43 said, but so shall it be among you. But whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister. You want to sit on the throne next to me? You're asking too much. But if you want to be great, if you want to be great, minister. Give out. Do what these Gideons are doing. Grab a Bible. Grab the Word of God in some manner, in some fashion. Get on the phone. Spread the gospel. If you want to be great, minister to somebody. Somebody that's hurting. Would you help them? Somebody that's struggling, would you speak to them? Amen. And remind them that Jesus is love. And whatsoever, whosoever you will be the chiefest. Now, you're the greatest. Well, I'm the chiefest. Why? Why are you the chiefest? He's the servant. Servant. Lord, that ain't necessarily what I was asking for. I'd rather have it this way. We do want things like we want it, don't we? Huh? <laughs> we, we, we're spoiled. God has done so much for us. We are spoiled. In fact, we might ought to ask for others more than ourselves. Always. 51, we read it before. And it said, And Jesus answered and said unto him, what will you that I do unto thee? The last verse, this blind man, we've gone through uh, a verse that I forgot earlier, first part, that God had made man and woman. And he said, you can leave your father and mother, join with your wife, and you two become one multiply, replenish this earth. All the way to, and then 
and then those that were rich couldn't afford to, to be poor. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then disciples wanted. Well, now the other disciples, the other ten, they were upset. What are y'all asking about? What's wrong with y'all? Well, if you want to be chief or if you want to be a great minister to one another. Now, verse 52 said, And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. <laughs> Sister Patsy, you, you, that's somewhere in Luke, isn't it? Uh, and Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Whew. Now, I, I, I'm not going to take the time. They probably would give me the time. But I'm not going to take the time to entertain that as much as it needs. It needs a lot of work there. But do you understand that God wants us to ask, ask specifically, ask directly, and humbly, I would say, and what is it you need? Well, I'm blind. I need to see. Did somebody feel that streak of glory just then? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm blind. I need to see. And God said, as your faith is, be it unto you. Just walk in it. Do you know that Jesus may be saying to you and to me when we ask these requests of him, and these petitions of him, it might be, do you believe it? Do you believe it? This blind man believed it. He went forward seeing in the name of Jesus the Lord. I tell you folks, there's power in the name of Jesus and we've got to be saved if we're not born again, except the man be born again, he can not see. Oh, but I was a good Presbyterian. Oh, I was a good Church of God member. Oh, I paid tithes. I did well. Lord, I sent money to missions. Lord, I gave to Gideons. Except a man be born again, he cannot see. The kingdom of God. I'll tell you, I love God with my heart. Hey, let me say, church, thank you, thank you, thank you for your prayers, for your support, all the things you send uh, on my wife's telephone, the, 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 the beautiful things that are encouraging. Boy, that's dynamite. Oh, that's exciting. I'll, I'll cry whenever some of you do that. And boy, there are others. Ah, Lordy. Ah, I eat at least one meal. Well, it turns out to be two or three meals because somebody loves the preacher and the preacher's wife. That they would say, bless you, bless you, <laughs> bless you. I thank you. There's no words. 
Sister Hager, I don't have work. Those that are watching, you've prayed for me. You've lifted. I love you. And I'll tell you what, that, that last number six uh, chemo is over with. My hair's growing back. My land. I look like Michael Jordan for a little while, but after a while, I'm going to look like Fabio. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm look, my wife said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I love you, folks. Thanks for giving to the Gideons. May God go with you and keep you. And I'd ask that Jennifer would stand and close this service today. Please remember, you need Jesus. If you don't have Jesus, call on him. Give your heart and your life to Jesus as she prays the closing prayer today.